Hey there, this is Rye Myers, your Broadway and Entertainment BFF, and I wanted to give you my thoughts on the open rehearsal of Smash. So as you all may have seen or may not have seen, I was lucky enough to be at the open rehearsal today for Smash, the new musical coming to Broadway. We've been waiting for it for years. Obviously, it's based on the television series on NBC that all of our theater hearts and theater kid hearts loved. I think it ended in 2013, only two seasons. It had starred... Megan Hiltzey, Catherine McPhee, Deborah Messing, uh, Christian Borle, Jeremy Jordan, Angelica Houston, all of the Broadway greats. It was truly what we all loved. And there had been, you know, rumors for years it was going to come to Broadway. It was going to come to Broadway as Smash. It was going to come to Broadway as Bombshell. Because if you know, Smash is the show. And within the show, they're putting on the musical Bombshell, which is based on the musical based on Marilyn Monroe's life. So there was all this back and forth. In 2015, there was the Bombshell One Night Only um, musical concert with all of the cast from the NBC series. So what they decided to do for this upcoming production happening in 2025, um, it's not been announced when or at what theater, they decided to invite audiences to come to the open rehearsal, uh, open rehearsal over five days to come and see the show, to give feedback and critique. And you know what? This is really interesting really unique and never been done before. A lot of times with these new shows, you know, whether they're out of town or not, you don't have the chance to get audience feedback. When it's show when it's a show like this where you're sort of greenlighting it in New York, you're doing workshops, you're not really taking it out of town. A lot of times you're only seeing, you know, producers or investors or people interested in the show in the rooms. You're not seeing actual audience members until it opens for previews. So what they've been doing during these five days is having audience members come, if you got chosen uh, in the free lottery, like I did, um, come see the show, and then after the show, provide feedback. What did you like? What did you not like? What was your favorite song? What could it be approved upon? And they're going to take this feedback and really work hard to make this show a true, excuse my you know, punniness, but uh, to make it a true smash. So I think that that was really well done and really cleverly, cleverly conceived and um, such a great idea. So I'm glad it happened. I was worried it wasn't going to happen today because we had all this snow here in New York City and I thought that, you know, it was going to get snowed out. I know we never get snowed out in New York, but we were supposed to get like eight inches, but I'm glad that we didn't. So I made it over there. It was at uh, the K Playhouse, I believe it was, uh, right? Is that it? It was presented at the K Playhouse at Hunter College, which I had never been to. And I live here on the Upper East Side, and it's also on the Upper East Side, so it was a easy commute over. But Smash is produced by Robert Greenblatt, Neil Marin, and Steven Spielberg. They also produced the series uh, on NBC as well. And just a little bit about the creatives for this show. Um, it's sort of the same creatives from the television series, but you have the book by Bob Martin and Rick Ellis, music by the incredible, the incomparable Mark Shaman and Scott Whitman. And can I just tell you, I was sitting near Mark Shaman and Scott Whitman the entire show, and what a joy and a privilege and a treat and like a musical theater kid's dream to be sitting next to them watching a show of theirs that they've created and just watching them you know, mouth along, sing along to it, sort of tap their feet, the joy on their face to sort of see their show. It was, it was wild. You know, here are Mark Shaman and Scott Whitman who are behind some of the greatest musicals of our time and watching them watch their open rehearsal, take notes, but also just smile and sing the songs, you know, as well. It was, it was surreal. Um, they, this was scenery by Beowulf Borat. Now, obviously scenery was minimum because it was a, um, 
you know, open rehearsal. Once it gets to Broadway, it will be bigger. Costumes by Paul Taswell. Um, casting by Bernie Telsey and Kristen Charbonnar. Uh, if you recall, Bernie Telsey, formerly of Telsey and Company, now um, the Telsey, um, I think it's now it's called the Telsey Company. Um, it used to be Telsey and Company. Now it's just the Telsey Company. Uh, he cast the series and I believe he even made an appearance on the show, if I recall. But they did the NBC series and they're casting this, which was sort of full circle. You have music supervision by Stephen Aramis, uh, choreography by Joshua Bergasi, and direction by the one, the only, the incomparable Susan Stroman, legend, legend, legend. She came up before the show and welcomed all of us and uh, just told us about what we were going to experience, that it was an open rehearsal, that, you know, they may need to stop the show to go over things, and if so, to obviously give them grace. They didn't have to, but still really cool to be in that open rehearsal sort of atmosphere. Um, And now to get into the cast, before I get into my review, the cast of this incredible open rehearsal of Smash included, alrighty, so in order of appearance, the role of Ivy, which was played by the incomparable, the incredible, the insanely gorgeous and talented Robin Herter, Nigel, played by Brooks Asmankis, Jerry, played by the one and only Alex Brightman, Tracy, played by Krista Rodriguez, Chloe, played by Bella Coppola, Anita by the incredible Yvette Nicole Brown. I didn't know she could sing. She's very good. Scott by Nahar Duvari. Karen is Jonalyn Saxer. Charlie, Casey Garvin. Susan, Christine Nelson. And the ensemble includes Wendy Bergen-Mini, Giovanni Bonaventura, Jim Borlstman, Jonathan Duvelson, Tiffany Engen, Ashley Bear Fitzgerald, Megan Kane, Caleb Marshall Villarell, Connor McRoy, JJ Neiman, hi JJ and friend to the show, Brian Shepard, Sarah Siegman, Jake Trammell, uh, Tanari Sade Vasquez, and Katie Weber. I'm sorry if I pronounced anyone's name wrong, uh, but that was who the cast was made up of. So now a little bit about this. Okay, so it was two hours and 20 minutes, one intermission. This show was incredible. I don't want to give away too much, but just to give you sort of a general plot. Yes, it is a lot of like the series that we know and love, right? It is based on, you know, they're putting on the musical Bombshell based on the life of Marilyn Monroe and Robin Herter is playing Ivy, et cetera, et cetera, right? They're putting on the show and, um, you know, you have the writers, which are Alex and Krista and and all of that. And it's very, very, very good. Um, but also a little bit different too because the role it felt like in this show uh, or in this production the role of Karen was actually um, a little less than in the series so you know you had the role of Robin the role of Ivy played by Robin Herter Um, Karen's role was a little less than in the series which I found interesting they also in this one introduced a new character Chloe who plays the associate director but also has a chance in the spotlight um you know, while I don't want to give too much away, obviously Ivy is playing Marilyn Monroe, gets very into the much into the role, the way that she gets into this role almost through a method acting way through and in part because of Susan, which is played by Christine Nelson. Um, she almost misses her first preview. Karen gets sick and Chloe is, has to go on um, for first preview. Chloe is this new exciting character, body positive. It's incredible. Terrific that they did that. 
Um, the first act is stellar. It has all of the songs that you know and love. I'm tr let's see. I'm trying to, you know, I'm trying to think because I don't want to give you too much, right? They've also said to not say too much. And I don't want to give the whole show away. But let's see. We had all of the songs that we know and love. You, they just keep moving the line. Let's be bad. Let me be your star. Um, you know, we had I never met a wolf who doesn't love to howl. They had um, don't forget me. Um, they had Baby Grand, um, you know, there was a few songs in there. I'll be honest. They didn't have that. I was a little disappointed. There was no Broadway. Here I come. There was no, um, I really like Lexington and 52nd street. I think that's the one. Um, and a few others that I was shocked that weren't in there, but you know, so be it. And then, um, you know, sort of at the height of the second act as they get into putting on opening night, there is obviously, a lot more that goes into the show and uh, a lot of surprises and ultimately the ending the ending of this is not at all like the series um the ending is not literally a bombshell happens and um changes really how the show is looked at and um you know the show is then um you know as they as they get ready to put on and go on with the with the show, um, they realize that instead of calling it Bombshell, it should be called the Ivy Lynn uh, story. And yeah, the ending was was interesting. Um, definitely not what we expected. I'm sure you have probably heard rumors of what the ending is, and uh, the rumors that you heard are, are correct, but I don't want to say what it is because I don't want to ruin it. But yeah, I, I, I am just like, I'm over the moon. I'm still sort of just in awe about this show because we've waited so long for this. And it's here and I have nothing bad to say about it. I have, you know, there are little critiques, right? Like it was a little confusing for me that they had this new character, Chloe. Karen was not as big of a character as she was in the series. They added this Susan character to play off of Ivy. I think the Susan character was supposed to be what Bernadette Peters was a little bit to Ivy in the series, but only instead of Susan being her mother, Susan is supposed to be playing, um, one of the great, you know, sort of acting coaches of her time. Um, very interesting. I, I think, you know, it was a, a route that I wasn't expecting them to go in and it made it a little bit confusing, right? So, um, but still, still terrific. I just would have loved a little bit more connection there fully and I would have loved a little bit more like tying it all together, if that makes sense. So, but yeah, I, it was terrific for those who, didn't get to see it. I promise you it will become here sooner than you think. I'm sure they're going to be doing a lot more audience engagement stuff for the show because they know that it's going to be a smash and a hit. I really do think that the show has a life on Broadway, um, not just in the theater community, but I think just in general, especially obviously being about putting on a story within a story, right? Like the story of putting on the, the story of Marilyn Monroe's life, bombshell, etc., and start of the you know, um, tragic, tragically beautiful tale of, um, you know, this person and um, some of the ups and downs of show business, you know. So anyway, I wanted to share this with you. I hope you got some value out of this. Um, I'm sorry for rambling and sorry if this is all over the place, but I wanted to give my thoughts. And again, my thoughts were this was Really great. Everyone sounded incredible. I have to give, before I go, um, just, I mean, 
Robin Herder, Robin Herder, Robin Herder. Oh my God. She is phenomenal. I hope she sticks with the role of Ivy throughout until they get to Broadway because just phenomenal. Fan-freaking-phenomenal from the voice from the voice of playing Marilyn Monroe to playing when she's the character Ivy to just the, excuse my language, the fucking singing chops on her. Oh my God, you know, and to just see this beautiful career that she's had, right? Moulin Rouge and winning the Tony Award and beautiful noise and, you know, now this. It's like so amazing and I love this. And I'm going to tell you, Robin Herter is going to be bursting onto the scene with this show and I really hope she sticks with it. It was just phenomenal. Um, also, I really do like how they played the character of Nigel. Um, they put, you know, Brooks, Brooks as Mancus, you know, played him obviously as a gay man in this series. He was, you know, sort of a juicy straight guy. Um, and so they played him as a bit of a old bitchy queen, queenie gay. Um, but it was actually the character I found was much more enjoyable. He wasn't as much of a dick and you didn't want to like sort of slap him in the face like you did um, the guy who played the, the character of Nigel in the series, which the guy who played the character did a terrific job. So, um, yeah, but it was just incredible. And of course, you know, John Lynn, who played uh, Karen, was terrific. Bella Coppola, I mean, phenomenal. And let me tell you, Yvette Nicole Brown, she played Anita, who is the producer um, I, that role was played by Angelica Houston in the series. She is phenomenal. First off, I didn't even know that she could sing and she's got some singing parts in here. She blew it away. Her voice is incredible. Also, she's a great stage actress. She does the role so well. Um, really awesome to give her this part and to see her shine in it. And, um, you know, hope she goes further with it too. You know, everyone was, was great. Of course, there was lots of handsome, chorus men they were terrific as always um you know there's a little love interest between nigel and one of the chorus boys which is also a um you know a really sort of sort of cool side story but yeah i mean this show is coming in big it's coming in loud it's coming in proud um obviously you have steven spielberg attached to it it's going to be hard to get into folks for tickets when it comes on sale it's already hard um to get into as a co-producer i mean listen i was you know, as you many of you may know, I've been trying to make my co-producing debut on Broadway and trying to um, co-produce shows and, you know, bring on investors to uh, invest in shows. And this show particularly, from my understanding, was very, very difficult. They were very uh, strict on how they were letting people in um, and the certain amount you had to raise by a certain time. So, but, you know, it doesn't surprise me because this is just, again, is a smash. So. Anyway, that's my take on Smash. I loved it. And again, I'm so fortunate I got the chance to see it. I hope this gives you some insight um, onto how the show was and how much I enjoyed it. It has all of the songs that you love, your typical songs from the show. But again, there are there are some songs missing. Again, I would have loved to have seen Broadway Here I Come. You know, um, that was one I was really looking forward to. They sang an ending song, Broadway something. I can't remember the name of it, but um, they didn't provide a song list. They just provided a piece of paper with the character's name and stuff. But I would have loved to have seen Broadway Here I Come instead of that. But that's okay. So anyway, have a wonderful day. Thank you for listening. And as always, make sure you like and subscribe to the podcast. Give us a five-star rating and review. And stay tuned for more interviews coming with some of your favorite people in the Broadway and pop culture sphere. Um, 
more reviews, more chats, more rants, more everything in between. This is Live with Rye, and thanks for listening to this episode.